Hi, this is James Devine, and I am an educator who has come out of the trenches. Listen in as my friend and colleague Dana Goodyear shares stories and tips from other educators who have come out of the trenches. Welcome to the Out of the Trenches podcast. This is David Goodyear. Thanks for listening. I am here uh, at the Teach Better Conference with uh, Trey Gamash. Uh, he is the host of the Dash podcast, and he does social emotional learning uh, for adults and relationships workshops. Um, his bias as a social emotional learning is his passion. He helps educators build a social emotional competence through in-person virtual and self-paced professional development. Uh, he does this to impact students so you can support teachers. Um, his greatest strength is helping make it easier for educators to do what they love. Educators who practice SEL report higher levels of well-being, less stress, and improved student social, emotional, and academic outcomes. Trey was also dean for two years until the summer. Now he's a full-time consultant with Maj Consulting Group, which he's run now for seven years. Welcome to the podcast, Trey. Very much. That's a long time. Thank you for reading all that. Yeah, that's a lot of things. The basic thing is that you, you hit it in there too about support. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the core and the crux by what Great, great. Well, I'm really excited to talk to you about your consultancy, but let's start off with a question I ask everybody, which is tell me about at the time when you were in the trenches and we had a problem. Yeah, for sure. And so I'm being honest, you know, I, this is my second stint in the type of consultancy. And after my first stint, I recognized that I didn't necessarily have. Uh, how to have the stories of it better. Yeah. I had not been a full time editor, and I think that was something I missed. So mm-hmm. I took a bit of a students' role and learned that to, to be in the trenches, yeah. actually. And like, what is this life on a day to day basis going through it? And, and part of that role, you know, I had some conflict with uh, some team members. Yeah. And a lot of it was communication style, but it was also uh, a large task. We were going to school by a grade each year. I was leading that for like I am. Uh, as we expanded the team, the team just didn't gel. Yeah. So we got to a place where perhaps halfway through the year, I started to get frustrated. Mm-hmm. I to get triggered. And every time I had conversations with certain members of our team, they caused me to be emotional uh, to a point where I was emotional with some of my staff members. Not in an inappropriate fashion, but, uh, you know, just not professional. Yeah. And so from that point, you know, it was a moment where I knew that I, I'm not necessarily a full-time teacher. Like, I don't see a 20-year career in the school. Yeah. But I recognize in that home, I'm like, this is a moment where I could walk away. I could go back to consulting. I could sure. get this. But I need to remain in these trenches and figure this out. Yeah. How do I work with this administrator? How do we get these kids at the time we're working on the first graduating class? we got to get all of these students in this life. they graduate, I graduate. So through through this semester, a lot of adjusting, a lot of changing, a lot of like, adapting, I continue to practice that rule that I the platinum rule, treating people the way that they wanted to treat. Um, administrator was not treating me how I wanted to be treated, and that was causing us some step back, some step back. I humbled myself in leadership from the folks that were hard to work with. Okay, I didn't get along with. Then it worked to the point that we were able to graduate all of our students successfully. We were able to hire somebody actually um, in place that could go through some of the gaps that were missing. And uh, or why they leave from the churches 
uh, we put in protocols and practices in place for our guided after we kind of stick up where we left off. So they brought it full circle, and I, I found myself in the trenches, but that's exactly where I knew I would end up. Yeah. That's what we did. And I did yeah. the trenches. So I needed that experience to to really know what it was like you know, to be in that classroom and later talk to me a little bit about like the just the demographics the makeup of the school um, was it a middle school and kind of what were some problems that you were coming into as you joined that team yeah so in, in this instance uh through the k-12 charter okay and i think i've mentioned we were growing a grade of year so the, the challenge was we've never had a, a 12th grade class okay and this year we built so naturally, there's my it's, and I'm not. I don't have. I'm getting my high school thing for the same. We did. We had some high school team members, um, but we hadn't had the experience of building this thing from scratch. So that was kind of the tougher part. From eight seven when I started, eighth grade was fresh. Yeah, eighth grade was fresh, tenth grade was fresh, and each year there was new out. You know, whether it's our early college partner setting up internships for our juniors and seniors. Uh, working through college scholarships and basketball, or even just grading for the kids after the right grades or mm-hmm. you know, folks, correct? Uh, a lot of, a lot of other schedules, right? Credit recovery, all those little pieces where I'm much more of a, uh, I'm not a people person. Yeah. Not, right. not, not, not yeah. So <laughs> that was the bigger challenge for me is that I'm doing all these things I'm not good at. You to do these details and organized Excel sheets for four years worth of student. I mean, it was only like 80, 90 kids. Yeah. And after the years for like the whole high school schedule, like, oh my goodness, that, there's going to be mistakes. Yeah. I've right. multiple times, but I think um, we just didn't have the, like, the right language. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you're taking a lot from that experience and now you're consulting full time. So tell me about your consultancy, yeah. what your, um, you know, goals are in working with schools and individuals because there's so much we need to learn. Yeah. The so Boston, take a step back and kind of look at the macro scale. Okay. Uh, I, I'm a public speaker. Is where I got my stuff. Okay. I work in residence life as a residence life coach. Okay. Oh, yeah. We, I thought them the whole curriculum development models. We talked at Sphere before I knew what it was. And then in communication, I recognized the gaps that people have in communications, how ineffective most people are and at speaking effectively or correctly, and that most of the issues that we have with other people, most tension does not come from a different ideology, but just a different how we're you know, about work. Like, so I recognized after I went to the World Championship for public speaking, I said, you know what? Talking up for 30 minutes to this is not going to make the change that I'm looking for. If I'm going to impact students, if I can work the teachers for two hours, the teacher sits for eight hours, I think we have on another component to some of my research and kind of about as a business with asset based community development. It's a service learning approach that is focused on not not going into a community and building something for that community, but recognizing the strengths of that community and maximizing both access, strengthen the, the only to restore the hearts of the families in the classroom, but using assets not the building. So I thought of asset-based professional development. Okay, okay. Asset-based personal development. And then I, I was able to work through getting some certifications of communication that communication and start to think about how are we building educators' assets? Mm-hmm. How are we using the strength? You have enough form, I'm saying you, but 
we have enough there for them to us with pedagogy and this and that. We have to ask Apple school up. But who is helping me strengthen my strengths? Not focus on my weaknesses. Yeah. yeah. Focus on my strengths. And that's what I do. Um, is I, I find, uh, I need assessments and, and conduct training that help you focus on your strengths and recognize them. So I just did a impact report. 100% of students, 100% of educators I work with, is over 400 at 18 schools, reported that they could identify their social emotional strengths out of easy to grow. Eighty-nine percent are able to find the information that we are teaching right at the start. The ninety-three percent were uh, able to as a better ninety-three percent were able to do something else. I forgot, but um, that's the work. It's yeah. focused on how do you understand relationship communication, emotional intelligence, and use that awareness to apply in the classroom as well. And then, so um, just in my experience, I see um, the SELs being a lot more interwoven in the past year or so in the elementary level, but once you get to the secondary level, um, you know, now in the 22, 23 school year, it's kind of back to business as usual. And like uh, every leader who keeps uh, current on trends of, you know, what, what we need mm-hmm. knows that SEL is important, not only for kids, but for the adults. So how do we shift the mindsets in sub-secondary schools, especially to ensure that they implement SEL more with adults, especially for those leaders who might be only seem to be preoccupied with a daily job of running this. <laughs> of course, of course. So now I've been in most situations uh, and myself implementing. Yeah. I see other folks I think one of the first things to do is your budget to part of it. Yeah. So there's some companies, you know, if you don't have time to implement SEL, yeah. there's, well, can you make an investment? Yeah. There's, there's all the one that's joking, like set of mindsets that yeah. you can you can purchase and they provide the curriculum and the coach and the implementation. Right. Yeah. So it kind of takes you like some of the digital, um, it's a panorama education that has a, a platform to measure SEL attendance, academics, and behavior. And in one platform, it will still provide you the pressure to then you to that. So there's options there, but if I, I look back, um, SEL is a systematic. Yeah. And yeah. If I look at Hassler, I follow the timeline. The adult SEL is step three after we built the TV, after the tobacco, after we got the program, now we're training our dogs. That's the backward part. I think cool. how do you, the point is how do we move step three to step zero? And when you're onboarding, you have an onboarding process that's effective. Yeah. You have your login. Yeah. Sure, done here. You have the email that you're supposed to be somebody yeah. checks you. With. Uh, these are things, these are SDR practices that are outside of the frame. Mm-hmm. This is the culture and the foundation, but possibly that we build. So the truth is, we're practicing SDL every day. Are you doing it like intentionally? And so there's uh, three steps that I say is first, is that's the other part of your PLC meetings. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, I check the with the belts. One simple reflective question in front of the PLC meetings and beating how do you get with SEL mm-hmm. awareness and relationship skills. And we're another step for being like more focused like quarterly SEL CD, just for your educators, whether it's the section that's trimmed or oral, you know, two hour CD section. That's a This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get back to the episode. We do. And then, um, like, for me personally, I looked at two sides. One is, uh, 
them service training. So you're ready to do the works. Here the two to four hour training was good <laughs> skill. I think it's going to for a one time session. And it's going to be this one time portal and I'll have it still. Here's a one time session so the council quarterly. But on the other end, um, I want to help both do the implementation process. There, there is a shit at the secondary where it's not as focused on SEO skill building, but SEOs to start translating into college and career. Yeah. And so in ninth, on 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, what would self-awareness and self-management start to turn it to job chatting, job studying, field study, then applying that information back in interview uh, college fairs. These are these are the opportunities to practice the skill even further and the case the way. And so if we look at it from in high school or secondary, if we consider SVL as a career technology education, but I think a political framework that we have to answer with, I think that we can see a difference. And on the adult side, uh, simply add it into your SVL meetings, establish a commitment. If this is not something that we should be yeah, this, yeah. this champion at your school that won the practice SVL and how what is your educators organize and decision? Actually, put something on paper, but establish a video that is Let the committee put together some ideas on how we can integrate SEO into our PLC meeting for, yeah, to practice that. Yeah, I mean, it takes just, you know, I would say, you know, finding the people who are interested in having that as part of the school culture. And, you know, starting start, starting uh, small, but, you know, definitely, I think a lot of those tools that you mentioned, uh, whether or not you want to bring in a trainer from some of those companies that you mentioned, but yeah. also, um, yeah, how can we, how can we support, um, especially when we're offboarding? Yeah. One of the blog posts I just wrote from Teach Better Team is uh, how to, um, not just the onboarding, but also welcome new staff who mm -hmm. are being you know hired yeah. whenever during the year because there's still open positions yeah. or people leave or whatnot or long-term subs and then i think that's also like that adult as yeah. well piece because yeah. somebody new to the building it's you know not the time when all these other people started that were new and how can we not let those people feel like left out or ignored? Yeah, <laughs> yeah there, there was an article about this read too from Edley. Actually, I think it was the Nice Super Bill. She was talking about people who are still less motivated all year long. Yeah. And she's been at some of the set of games that also mentioned, like, it's a lot of the different how they are in church. I can Yeah. Like, I'm also busy that I can hear that through the other one. Yeah. What did that person do? Well, I would put them in training initially the other day. This is their brush here. They're ready to quit already. Yeah. Right, but they're open to be what they're doing before. They've been here on that. So, at the beginning of the year, I missed all of the super bill. She sent her staff a survey mm -hmm. that just asked random questions like, they this, they that, whatever. So that way she had, like, yeah. all of that sort of information that throughout the year, before break, after break, Featured celebration time and see the route she's just able to pull from her wrist and acknowledge and features. Yeah, the features based on a uh, based on a survey she took from I don't know, beginning of the year. So mm -hmm. we'll think about our dollar estimation. It doesn't have to be grandiose and super time consuming, but send out a survey, see the results, and then plan day, but you're going to celebrate your three times. You does. You know what I'm saying? You have a TV day, those of you who be backed out at Nave. Ask somebody to spend 30 minutes on their stuff there. Yes. Yeah. Or, yeah. or teacher. Yes. Yep. Well, probably, well, look, it's probably real. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask you about your uh, podcast, the Dash Podcast. It's also on the Teach Better Podcast Network. Uh, so how long have you had this podcast? What is kind of your hmm. main uh, topic uh, that you talk about? And do you tend to interview people or is it a lot yeah. just you talking? So the podcast started officially uh, in 2017. Okay. This is my business practice. I started as a way to add value to system. Okay. And started off with conversation about that. I went through a prank. Action, what's your passion? Nice. How does the passion lead to your purpose? And what is your process to make it back to the gallery? We did 72 episodes there and we transitioned into education. Wow. Business folks kind of reached us to make sure we offered like a second business first and I was directly in line with the rest of my business. So from episode 72, You're now we're at 6, I think, okay. of this. So that's what we'll post you today. Yeah, now the episode of Focus Farm of Contactors Celebrated Innovative School Leaders for Solving Problems in School. Okay. Um, so I have come on SCL leaders, where I thought SCL leaders, where other topics are celebrating. So I often that educators come on, we're bringing a book, we're going to do something innovative, or have another perspective to offer uh, an act of emancipation. So my primary was to interview. Recently, I've been on uh, these solo episodes where I've new articles that folks are leaking. Uh-huh. And it was added by an adult SCL contact. Okay. All of them. And then get back to the application. Now I have commentary about how it's just a lot out of the instances. It's really cool. And I think, you know, I, I, I'm just now getting to the place where I want to be more promoting, advertising, and all that kind of stuff. But I, a big thing for me is the documenting history. I've heard of somebody say that for Yeah. So at this point, in 225 episodes, I have the apps and help to the country. And the most important thing to me is that when my son has kids and the dash will be amplified behind, you've got a roller deck of 225 episodes for this Yeah. And consider. And so, like, that's something, like, I take that so seriously in the document my history with some money we're concerned So, as many people have heard it, my brain isn't the artifacts of my family of history and I live. So, that's the most valuable part. Yeah, yeah. I, I, not really thought about that, but mm-hmm. you know, it that way, there's things that you know they can they can view for yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. It's I kind of tied together. My father, when a lawyer for ten years, he's he was a defensive person. So he worked on some gruesome cases, but also some national popular cases. Mm-hmm. He was preparing to renovate his basement with him to throw away all his case files. I'm like, wait, what? What's your name? Like, I might not ever look at this either. But how cool would it be to just say? My father, who's now the third I judge in the 20 the county history, this tended to more popular cases. I mean, that, that is something that I think you consider too often, but uh, I do not grow in the world. And some of these things, like, you know, with the artifacts, they were found in the army part of the media. Let's teach some of this stuff here and pass some gems to a legacy. Yeah, that's important to remember. Well, we talked a lot about how uh, schools can implement more SEL and your work. Um, as a dean and, you know, bringing some of your ideas to the school and finding that, you know, that you needed a little bit more experience in the school mm-hmm. as well to kind of reignite your business uh, this past year. I bet that we talked about today. What's one thing you'd like listeners to remember? Intention is everything. They're actually a uh, Kind of boring. With audio, <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. Powerless. 
Uh-huh. And I just think that so often you have everything. That's why I focus on asset. If you're a new truly after skills, my job is to recognize what's happening. Right. And the bigger Christian I see is yeah, write it down, your agenda, you're making it bigger than like that. And then that feels like and so you're our way back. I see you. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So important to remember. Um, where can people find you online and find your podcast and what social media do you use? For sure. So you can find me online at SEL Educator back uh, at And then all my social media tags are at Trey Gamble's forward. Nice to see Great, great. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on the Out of the Trenches podcast. And, uh, you know, glad to have met you here at the Teach Better Conference. Likewise. Great question. Check out the show notes on danagoodier.com to learn more about this guest and links to their social media. Please subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you download this podcast. Tell your friends and colleagues about it, and if this episode resonates especially with you, be sure to share it out on social media and tag me at Out of Trenches PC. My book, Out of the Trenches, Stories of Resilient Educators, has now been published. Get it now. It's A-M-Z-N dot T-O slash 3B7-2-Z. Again, A-M-Z-N dot T-O slash 3B7-H-X-2-Z. You will...